Welcome. Welcome to the Soul Magic Podcast. And I'm your host, Jillian White. Your white witch. Sort of. Kind of. (laughs) Throughout my 20 years of teaching in the spiritual world, I have noticed that people often move through life on autopilot, going through the motions with each day passing like the other, missing the gifts, existing and not living. For this podcast, my intention is to lead you to hear the whispers of your soul and trust some messages from the stars. It is a blessed time to savor your life to fall in love with life itself, and to embody magic with every step you take. Well, hello, welcome back. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate you taking the time. I thought we'd chat about the energy of the month first off, because it sort of sets the tone for the energy of the year. So I'm recording this in January, just for context, for those that might be listening later on. However, this is a good episode to listen to anytime this year as a healthy reminder where we are at. January is a time of increasing light and opportunities, and it is a reminder to return to who you are and follow what lights our soul. And why do I bring this up? Well, not only is this a general energy for January, I'm actually feeling this energy as a whole for 2023. 2023 is the year of the rabbit, according to Chinese Zodiac, which is a welcome sight. We are in yin energy, a softer and gentler energy. The rabbit has seen as being less dramatic and less chaotic than the previous year of tiger. The tiger year was a very powerful period of action, but at times a bit impulsive. Unlike the tiger energy, the rabbit is a very strong symbol for peace. It carries the vibration of great patience, it's more relaxed, and has less anger and frustration with it. I don't know about you, but I'm ready for this. This is the time to be more introspective and thoughtful in the way you are in the world. Be more thoughtful in your actions and super intentional of long-term goals for success. It is encouraged to be more conservative and reflective in your decision-making. Basically, slow the fuck down. Pay attention. Invite pause into your everyday living. There is no need to rush. This is a time for thoughtful action. Those that rush are building unstable foundations for themselves, and eventually all will crumble away. Be so very thoughtful in what you're building and creating for yourself. To sum it up, if you go forward from here in a thoughtful, smart, heart-centered, in your decision-making, in your life choices, you will flourish. Conversely, if you're all action and no inward thinking, it's going to be a bumpier and harder road. Something to pause and think about for sure. Also, the rabbit carries great luck energy. There's a lot of possibility for prosperity and flourishing. It is strongly believed what you do at the beginning of the year will affect your luck in the coming year. I, however, truly feel this energy will vibrate for many years to come. Like I've said before, we are rebuilding our foundations. 2023, numerology-wise, is a seven-year number. The number seven is a very spiritual number. It is tied to the crown chakra. 
The crown chakra is a violet, radiant color that is at the very top of your head. It is related to the spiritual awakening and enlightenment. When connected to this energy, you feel a greater sense of connection with all beings and become spiritually free. It is a gateway to deep wisdom and connection to the divine. The number seven is the most spiritual number, rivaled by the master number 11, which, by the way, is my birthday number. The seven is the philosopher and the seeker. When we are in a seven-year cycle, we are in a time of great spiritual awakening, knowledge gathering, solitude, and inward focus. Hmm, I'm seeing a theme here, going inward, moving forward in life with great thoughtfulness. It is a time for self-reflection and to dive deep into inner workings of your spiritual self. It's all about your soul's truth and following your soul's path. This is a year to reform your spiritual practices, dive deeper into your own practice or set intentions toward personal development. If you do not consider yourself a spiritual person, this year you may start to explore your spirituality more, either on purpose or by accident, or some may call it divine intervention. Try not to overthink this year. Be in your feels. How do you feel? Does it raise your energy or zap it? Allow things to naturally unfold. Nothing should be forced. If you see a self-help book that catches your eye or a class that calls your soul, trust your intuition. Don't go looking at the reviews or walk away and think about it. Go with your first thought, that gut reaction. Practice listening to your intuitive voice. It is also good to note that with anything, there can be a downside. When the seven vibration is in its shadow self, this is when you are not listening to your soul. You're listening more to your ego. And it will happen. We are human. But it's just good to note so you can recognize the signs, which are negative thinking, heavy thoughts, losing sight of things that are for your highest good. And you may find you're pulling away from people. It's good to note if you find yourself spiraling down the shadow side of number seven. Take notice of it without judgment and find ways that you can bring yourself back to your heart center. And that can be through many things like meditating, having healthy conversations with someone you trust, journaling, taking a walk, breathing, whatever healing modality calls to you. There are so many wonderful things to look forward to this year, and I'm loving the vibrations. It is also important to note, as a collective, we are still undergoing major shifts. The wounds of the world are closer to the surface now, which is a blessing. It's a time to acknowledge these old wounds, see them, heal them, and let them go. So when you feel a sense of overwhelm of all the trauma that is still happening, step back and be the sacred observer. Practice pause, thoughtfulness like the rabbit, Embody the number seven vibration of higher thinking. React less. Allow things to unfold. Allow the energy to move through you. Step out of your fear and step into the space of acceptance. Don't get stuck on an idea how things should have been or be. If you're triggered by something, you may want to look at it so it doesn't keep showing up because things need to be healed in order to be released. Be the sacred observer, notice the feelings, and look at it with a curiosity. 
If you have an emotional reaction, acknowledge it and say, oh, isn't that interesting? If you have a physical pain, notice it and say, isn't that an interesting sensation? Don't resist. Allow the feels. Observe it with curiosity. Breathe love and acceptance to it and let it go into the light. You want to be of light this year. Do your best to walk in the space of the heart and allow your heart to do the thinking. Because love diffuses so much. It cuts through anything that is low vibrational. In this next step in the human journey, I feel it's important we make our heart center, the center of all that we do. Allow it to lead the way. This is a time to heal self, not others or the world. It's healing and building our light. So much so, it naturally flows out, changing the world around you with very little effort. That is love energy in action. It's about coming to the realization that there needs to be some self-care in order to continue to care for others. No more burnouts, which ends in resentment. And that is not a space to help heal or guide others. So take care of you and your soul needs so you can show up as a full-hearted giver in this world with zero attachments. To sum it up, this is a very auspicious year. Be thoughtful in your actions, walk through life with great intention, and invite pause in. Be from the heart center. I'm going to leave you with this reading from a book I read every morning. It's called The Book of Awakening by Mark Nepo. It has a daily reflection for each day of the year, and today I'm recording this podcast on the 28th of January. So here is today's reflection, which I think is perfect for what we were talking about. January 28th, Meeting the World You must meet the outer world with your inner world, or existence will crush you. There is a wind that keeps blowing since the beginning of time, and every language ever spoken, it continues to whisper. You must meet the outer world with your inner world, or existence will crush you. If inner does not meet outer, our lives will collapse and vanish. Though we often think that hiding our inwardness will somehow protect or save us, it is quite the opposite. The heart is very much a miraculous balloon. Its lightness comes from staying full. Meeting the days with our heart prevents collapse. This is why 90-year-old widows remain committed to tending small flowers in spring. Why 10-year-olds with very little to eat care for stray kittens, holding them to their skinny chests. Why painters going blind paint more. Why composers going deaf write great symphonies. This is why, when we think we can't possibly try again, we let out a sigh that goes back through the centuries, and then, despite all our experience, we inhale and try again. Now isn't that beautiful? And he always ends with a beautiful practice you can do for yourself for the day, and this is one for you. Center yourself and breathe slowly and deeply. As you breathe, Feel your lungs fill and empty like a balloon. As you breathe, realize that your heart is filling and emptying itself of inner air. 
during your day, let this inner air meet the world whenever you feel overwhelmed. So be it, and so it is. Thank you for joining me, my magical souls. Merry meet, merry part, merry me again. Blessed be.